1: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings Podcast. Today is Friday, August 20th, 2021. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They've got an amazing selection. They've got reliably low prices, and they've got all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com right now and tell them that Lockdown sent you. I'm Nolan Bianchi. I got Scotty Bentley with me, my co-host here at Lockdown Red Wings. Uh, we do it every day here, folks. Not so much lately. Uh the summer just kind of gets like this. You're, you're going to have to ride with us. Sometimes we're going to miss an episode here and there. We've been going to Tigers games every night. Uh, I know we both went to two games in the Angels series, trying to balance work outside of that. Sorry for no Thursday episode this week, guys. From the bottom of my heart. Um, we got a good episode for you guys today because we've got some news in Red Wings land. And by some news, I mean the news that everybody has been waiting for for a matter of years. Would you say – Scotty Bentley, that the uh, buying out of Franz Nielsen is one of the best days in in the Red Wings fandom in years, because I was trashing a Toronto fan earlier today, and we'll, we'll touch on this later, for saying that Austin Matthews making the cover of NHL 22 again was the best day, and I, was, I made fun of him for that, but then I realized that the best day in Red Wings land for the last decade has been the buying out of Franz Nielsen, so...
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was certainly one of the most entertaining days. Entertaining – how do I even word it? I think it was one of the most entertaining Red Wings Twitter days in <laughs> a day where the Red Wings didn't play a game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I, and, I think, and no trade happened. Like, you, right, you didn't gain anybody. Right. You just lost somebody.
0: Like, no trade, no signing, no – anything we 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 were a, a still a month away from even playing a game like really nothing happened like yes. like he wasn't going to he was going to get healthy every night like really nothing happened and yet it was one of the most entertaining days of uh of of Red Wings twitter in quite some time it was uh, people were on one uh, the 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 jokes and the memes were were fly- and the takes everything was flying it was it was a fun day
1: so we have uh, – I asked some people for their, their favorite Franz Nielsen moments from his time as a Red Wing. We'll get to that a little bit later. But I don't want to brag because I, I didn't outright come out and say this. I didn't. I, as far as I can recall, I didn't make any sort of prediction. But when we were going through the Red Wings opening night lineup and what it could look like on our last episode, I had kind of said I don't see all these veterans being here. By the time that this season rolls around, there's just not enough room, even if you don't bring Lucas Raymond or, or Jonathan bergman up right away. Like, there's just not enough room for some of these guys on here. Like Franz Nielsen, if if he's not scratched every night, that's a problem. And if he's scratched every night, then what the hell is the point of having him here because he's taking up a roster spot for uh, uh, a Giovanni Smith or somebody like that. And so I had I I, I was curious, you know, because of the fact that that buyout window did pass uh, whether or not they would end up doing it, but then shout out to Adam Ernie the goat because he is the gift that keeps on giving. He is the reason that the Red Wings were able to do this. So because the Red Wings settled their arbitration case with Ernie on Sunday, that triggered a second buyout window that gave the Red Wings the opportunity to buy out Franz Nielsen. It's, it's, it's so poetic. You, you almost expect it. Like, of course it was Adam Ernie who did this for us.
0: Of course it was the the GOAT truly. And, uh, and, and what you said is, is spot on too. the, you know, when just last episode, last show when we were talking about um, who's going to play those, those third and fourth lines and who's kind of going to be the, the names out there. I mean, A we didn't say his name once and B uh, we were trying to mix and match like when we got down to the fourth line, we had, like, uh, like three or four names and only one spot left on one of the wings, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? Like, that's
1: – 100%.
0: That's, like, he would have taken a spot from one of those dudes, and yeah.
1: So, there are also some cap savings uh, implications here. Not that it really matters. Uh, as it stands right now, Detroit only needs to sign – ooh, eBay. Uh, as it sounds right now, or as it stands right now, uh, Detroit only needs to sign Philip Hironik, Um, So that'll be probably around the four, four and a half million dollar range. And they are currently before that deal, just $2 million over the salary floor. So not really worried about that to begin with, but you do get a little bit of savings this year of $1 million. Uh, his AAV is 5.25. The Red Wings are going to be uh, on the hook for 4.25 on the books this season. And then half of the remaining $1 million will carry over into next year. Uh, and they'll, they'll have 0.5 on it uh, for next season. So all in all, a uh, half million dollar savings. You get the free roster spot. You extend his cap implications for an additional year, but only at $500,000. So it's, it's really doesn't matter. One, yeah. one iota. Not one not, iota not even, matter.
0: Not even a little bit.
1: Um. So, we'll get to the favorite moments on the other side because I put out a a question on Twitter. I said, What are your favorite Franz Nielsen moments? And um, they're all the same. So, (laughs) we'll get to that on the other other side of this break. With the ever increasing number of makes and models out there, it is now impossible to stock all the chain, uh, all the parts that you need in a traditional chain store. Why would you endure pointless? Seemingly intimidating, questioning, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand that his warehouse happens to carry. I don't think that's right. I think that's a form of bullying. At least it is the way I do it. Uh, You have computers with access to RockAuto.com, both at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using RockAuto.com. Why would you, Scotty Bentley, spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same auto parts from a chain store or a car dealership when you can go to RockAuto.com, save a little bit of money, save a little bit of time, and save a little bit of that headache that you get when you usually go to the, those other places. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto park customers and do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Just do us a favor, please, one favor, for sending you towards this uh, wonderful website with all these great deals just right locked on in there. how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they know we sent you. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck today. A main selection will low prices and all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Samuelson holds it there and then twirls. Walker watching him as it came back to Lebda. And a shot! And whipped it! And, and the Red Wings are the final! All right, segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Noel Bianchi, Scotty Bentley, please do us a favor and subscribe. It's the only way to make sure that each and every morning when you wake up, there's a new episode, fresh, steaming, waiting for you for your morning commute. Go and follow us on twitter as well at lo underscore RedWings. i'm at nolan bianchi scotty is at bentley scotty we love to tweet up there uh although i'm in off-season tweeting mode i've been noticing like randomly there will just be like two days where i don't do it intentionally but i just don't tweet at all and i gotta say it's it's pretty liberating not constantly tweeting things
0: yeah no i i do it uh even in the middle of baseball season i'll do it i'll do it like once a month where i'll just take like uh whatever half week week off and just not because yeah it gets to be a lot sometimes
1: you got to uh but speaking of twitter i put out there today i said red wings fans give me your favorite and your least favorite moments of franz nielsen's career in a red wings uniform uh actually some positive ones came into us at the beginning. We got Valeno. He says the hat trick first Tampa Bay. Now this happened in December of 2018 in many ways, (laughs) not many ways in, in just one specific way that I put it inside my brain is reminiscent of the Sam Gagne game. The difference is Franz Nielsen could only score three and the Red Wings didn't win that game. So he just didn't have the magic, which is not surprising at all. Um, Let's see. What, what were some other good ones? The main one that we got where I said pretty much everybody is the same. Uh, least favorite uh, Franz Nielsen memory was signing him to a, a six-year deal. <laughs> uh, the five, favorite was today. And the favorite was today, <laughs> which was cutting him and, and knowing that you'll never have to see him uh, wear a Red Wings uniform again. My personal favorite, and I, I bring this up a lot, uh, but it was just so, so funny to me. And I understand that even you know hockey players will be like, you know, it's actually pretty easy. To do what he did here. And I would agree. I, I, I was never, you know, very good at playing hockey. And I was always the guy who would uh, do stupid things with the puck in, in point blank range. But I didn't play in the NHL. Franz Nielsen did. And nothing tickled me more than when he had the puck in the crease this season, open net, and he shot it into the netting. Like he he didn't have to, he didn't have to go that high. And he and he like it was amazing. It, it was, it was so, how do you do that? It's really hard. It's really hard <laughs> unless you're just trying to to shoot it straight up into the air, which he did. And it was incredible,
0: which he did. Yeah, man. He just let it fly. And you, it, and like you said, it just kind of just make you giggle and you're like, <laughs> damn. All right. Well, that's not, you know, that's not that tall, but <laughs> he just, he's gripped it and ripped it baby.
1: Uh, Tommy Ray says Nielsen getting bought out took the sting (laughs) of being at the Tigers game today out just a little bit. Uh, I agree with that Tommy. I was there as well. Um, Least favorite sign. Least favorite was assigning 5.25 million a year for a shootout specialist was a terrible salary and term Mm. true, but he did, uh, I think became, yeah, I think he has the most shootout goals in league history, right? As it stands right now, still.
0: Uh, he's, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be the one to, to put the seal of con- confirmation on that, but I know that he's up there, obviously. I, I, and think I know that that's one of the big reasons, as we all remember, one of the okay. big justifications for the signing.
1: He no longer is leading. He has one goal behind Jonathan Taves, some elite, elite company that he is sitting in uh, with this list. We got Jonathan Taves, Franz Nielsen, Patrick Kane, pick TJ him Oshie.
0: <laughs> Just... Just uh, so. just
1: to get I, back on top. He's he's so done. He, he yeah, no, he's done,
0: he's done
1: for sure. I think it was 15 points over his last 89 games. Um, and it, it was just brutal. It was like, what is this guy doing to the max? Franz Nielsen was what we all wanted Mark Stahl to be last year, which is crazy because we all trashed Mark's or we all trash Franz Nielsen a healthy amount already. Um, but like honestly. It, it was, mm-hmm. we kind of treated them the same and they just didn't. <laughs> they, Mark Stahl did not deserve that. <laughs>
0: no, uh,
1: yeah, no, dude. Chicken Spitlet yeah, said yeah. <laughs> in 1920, when the wings paid him $5.25 million uh, more than me to score four goals more than I did. Uh, Jack Mullen says Ken Holland saying that Nielsen was Tatsuk's <laughs> replacement. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good summary there. Um, pretty good.
0: Yeah, I would say so. uh, It's, you know, it's... uh, It's
1: pretty obvious. I don't know how I wasn't expecting that, you know.
0: Don't, don't, uh, just, let's just be happy it's over.
1: Yeah. It's it's an era. It's an era. Don't cry because it happened. happened. Smile because it's over. (laughs) Because it's over.
0: (laughs) Flip them. I like that. I like it. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, That's, (laughs) yeah, man. That's, uh, it, it truly isn't like an era thing. It's like, you know, the Franz Nielsen era. Is is over.
1: Oh man. Other news within the organization. We got to move on. Pat Verbeek uh, has been named Grand Rip Grand Ripids. <laughs> Grand Rapids Griffin's uh, Grand general Rapids. manager. He's in his ninth season with the organization. Third as assistant GM. Uh the former Grand Rapids Griffin GM was Ryan Martin, who left the job last week for a job in the New York Rangers front office. So he'll be handling uh, the day-to-day stuff there now. Personnel, staff, uh contracts, trades, things like that. Um Simon Evanson took a nasty spill the other day over in the SHL, mm-hmm. went to the boards, real awkward. Uh, that really scared me. That was, I do not mess around with spinal injuries at all in any capacity. Like, they always – I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm not – nobody's in support of them, but, uh, like, the, that's the, the injury I can't handle and I can't watch. I had that – like, I saw Simon Evanson went to the boards hard and I watched it with my hand over my phone to see, like yeah. – like can I see his neck like it just it, especially just so much. what
0: with what this fan base has has and obviously what the players have to deal with is much harsher than than us but what this fan base has had to go through with like Burton Larkin just in the last yeah. six months I mean that we're already so on edge with that kind of stuff and then yeah seeing the the, the, the first pick in the draft this year have he seems to be in good spirits, which is nice. But um, I, yeah. I don't know
1: if he returned to the game. But it kind of sounded like they thought he might return to the game, which is yeah, you know, good
0: it enough, sounded right? like yeah. By all by all accounts that I've seen, it it seems like it was uh, avoided major problem and not not going to be nearly as big of a deal as uh, we kind of thought there, or maybe not thought, but as it could have been there uh, right after it happened.
1: Uh all right. Anything else on the uh the Nielsen or any Red Wings moves before we go into how do you feel about it Friday? We are actually we're not gonna open it up as much as we usually do in this last segment because there are some good hockey things to talk about. Um it was a week
0: for hockey. It was it really was, you know, a nice little Thursday, uh Thursday, a nice little August week for uh for hockey.
1: And like no court cases or anything like that, like it would be all above board even though some of it might be depressing if you're from Arizona. But we'll get to that in a second. First, we're going to talk to the folks today about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. Uh, And did you know that they have nine delicious flavors, huh? That's a lot of delicious flavors. There's something for everybody. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know all the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. But I do have a solution for you. You can go to Built.com. And get a mixed box. You're going to get two of each of the nine flavors. That's a nice double dose of all the uh, all, all the, the fixings that they got over there at Built.com. Not only are the Built Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy, too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that neat? If you saw the Olympians running in the uh, Olympics, it could provide some inspiration. That could be you one day, and it's all thanks to Built Bar. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Also, got to talk to the folks today about betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, betonline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half million dollar NFL mega contest and the $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at betonline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a hundred percent welcome. What? A hundred percent. Did you hear that, Scott?
0: I know. I, I, when I was reading my, uh, I already recorded my Locked On Tigers show today and I was doing this uh, for the first time too. And I was like, Oh my, they, it's going from 50 to hundred. I they're mean, just hooking everybody
1: up. They really are. I mean, so before they used to give a 50% welcome bonus and now they're just saying like, you can have it all back. Like that's, that's yeah. crazy. Uh, good for that. Promo I mean, code go, locked on. Promo code locked on. Go sign up with betonline.ag right now. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day promo or super promo which is this make a bet on the thursday september 9th season opener between the super bowl champion buccaneers and the dallas cowboys and if you lose which you won't because you're going to bet on the buccaneers your wager will be refunded up to 25 dollars. bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports and when they got cool contests like this well how can you stay away from football to basketball, boxing, right to horse racing? Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available to start the 2021 season. Our promo code is locked on, L O C K E N, for a 100%. That's 100 welcome bonus uh, on your first deposit at BetOnline. You're online. Sportsbook experts. Down at center. <laughs> back in for Datsu. Back to Let's Go! Terry All right, Scott, segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. It's a how do you feel about a Friday? We're going to open it up a little bit, talk about some things happening around the league. I will ask you this, uh, because I I know I have at least two. I I don't know how many you have, but uh, Austin Matthews has been named the cover athlete of NHL 22. Appropriate, he's one of the faces of the league, but he was just a cover athlete in 2020. Uh, Leafs fans were having a good time with this today. Everybody else was having a good time with Leafs fan having a good time with this today. Uh, And, and really we all just got to get our Leafs jokes off again, which honestly, like people are complaining, but it did give us the opportunity to do that in August, which I, I can't complain about.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was certainly again, a fun day on hockey Twitter going through uh, with all the, with, with all the stuff and, the the like whatever like mini video trailer thing they did they were pounding home like the like the next generation thing and everybody was just having a field day so it was fun at a minimum
1: the cover is awful too it is there there there's nothing to it it is a picture of him taping his stick and it's not even a uh, there's no color flattering picture there's no
0: color there's no, it's just, it's, like a, it's a gray bar light. at the
1: top, a gray right. bar at the bottom, <laughs> uh, the NHL 22 logo in the upper left-hand corner. And then, and then him taping his stick yeah, wearing yeah. a blue sweatshirt. Yeah, no, what, it's, it's like weird, but something I was thinking about today was like, cause th- so this was NHL redesign or NHL cover redesigns was like the, uh, my entrance into photoshop when i was like 10 to 12 years old and uh i used to just be obsessed with making them and i was like i might make like i might you know go back into the uh you know lord forgive me it's time to go back to the old me type thing um fire back up again make a couple covers if people want red wings ones you know that'd be cool but then i was like who buys games anymore i like buying games i like having the physical copy but like you don't even buy the game anymore, so really, who cares? That that just took it up another notch for me. Of who gives a shit?
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> for for like, I mean, it it's still just like a like a like it's it's not a an, an award, obviously, but it's still like a like a Wikipedia tab thing, you know? Like, oh, mm-hmm. this person was was the cover athlete or whatever
1: you know what i mean like it's a prestige thing it it is symbolic of your place within the league to a certain degree but like the the thing i don't understand is there like i don't understand the method to choosing the cover athlete like uh, genuinely how did this they arrive at austin matthews again what were their responses to the objections of just having him on there again you know like why wouldn't you have nathan mckinnon he's never been on the cover you know or, or just somebody like that and uh I was actually reading like some things today of like some guys actually don't want to be on the cover. Like there's there's a rumor going back to like Sid uh, Sid's early days where he was like, yeah, you know, I don't really want to be on the cover because I saw two different rumors. Neither of them could be true. I didn't do any research. Um, They were like, the first person was like, Oh, I heard that he didn't want to be on the cover because he was always afraid of the Madden curse. And like that, that could happen to him. Uh, and then I saw another person say that uh, they thought it was because he didn't want to promote video games to kids. Which I would be very Sidney Crosby. Both answers wow. honestly would yeah. be very. Sidney Crosby. <laughs>
0: that's, that's a very Crosby answer, man. That's that's something else. So um, I'm choosing
1: to believe both of them without confirming. Uh, yeah,
0: the, I mean the Madden the Madden Curse one. I mean that's that's like you know uh, that people held that in pretty high not regard but like uh like realness like people really believe that until the mahomes thing you know what i mean and then now it's kind of like all right well if you're good enough (laughs) maybe maybe not if you're if you're patrick mahomes you can kind of overcome the curse but um but yeah no i mean that that's i i i would Tend to believe that one. Probably, I don't know, dude. Crosby's kind of a weirdo. I, I, I would think
1: that. And so uh, is Nathan McKinnon. So I would be th- yes, totally not sure. surprised if he was like, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, they're like,
0: oh, I, I don't want to promote these the kids. Like that really would not surprise me whatsoever.
1: Did we ever discuss that article that came out about Nathan McKinnon and how he was like uh, only like protein? pasta and like i
0: don't just, think just the
1: worst you know what i'm talking about though we yeah uh, oh should, yeah we like, should I do a dramatic the thing, reading yeah. of that one
0: day yeah and that'd, that'd be, be fantastic that'd be fantastic It was yeah. great
1: um <laughs> all right what do you got for me how do you feel by friday
0: um well first we just quickly we have like three new baby lemons on the lemon tree
1: yes lemon tree friday how could i forget
0: so my 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 dad he's he's Working hard, you know, making a, make, making a living out at the restaurant currently. But he did tell me he was so excited, like probably like way too excited, but so excited about being on the show last Friday uh, and yesterday.
1: No shopping. no offense to like all the great guests we've had. That was one of the best guests last week. Like, <laughs> My
0: I, I love the, the translation. Who I forgot who, who tweeted at us someone tweeted at us it was like oh my gosh what a what a plot twist I'm shaking I'm <laughs> saying, like, That's so funny. um I forget who it was and it was it was one of like our, our- <laughs> you know listeners but yeah but um but yeah he he wanted to to he shot me a text yesterday and said he recounted and even since the last week some of the buds are starting to turn into lemons we got a couple of new ones. And then a couple of the ones that started budding early on in the summer, like really early on, um, like before it even got moved outside, are are starting to like ripen on our like close to being, you know, like final formed lemons. So we got, we got some updates still kicking around there.
1: You know what we got to have him do is just record like his own little thing for like one to two minutes, just like a complete. That's so dangerous blowdown. because. No, because, I know because no, so he's here's your father.
0: You're right. So like, <laughs> Hey, Hey, yes. But like my, my, like my dad and I are, are unbelievably close. Like I, I, you know, whatever he could say, whatever, I wouldn't care. The thing is, the dangerous part of this is I, this is like what I have wanted to do pretty much since I comprehended like having a job. Like, mm-hmm. like I started, I started writing about the tigers on like a free blog when I was like 14, 13, right. Like eighth grade. So he, his, his thing of like, like encouraging and like, and like, all you know, supporting me and stuff. But one of his things has always been, whether it's been in podcast or in writing form, he's always wanted a segment called literally called dumb stuff. My dad says, but instead of, <laughs> of stuff, it's, it's not stuff. Yeah. And he, he, he has been, when I did the Bentley show, he wanted to do it when I started got the Tigers gig. He wanted to do it when I did uh like, Got hired by Diamond Digest three years ago. He wanted me. He wanted to do it. Second deck sports. I had for like anything I've ever. He's like, you should let me do a two minute segment called "Dumb Shit My Dad Says," and I was like, tad that's that's so." Well, the
1: fact that we both had that idea, like I know, that's what's dangerous about it.
0: That's what's because he he we'll is, set some ground rules for him yeah he, he, right well that the thing is he is keep it strictly
1: lemons you if
0: know. you if you have literally a a 10 conversation 10 minute conversation with my father you will realize that he he knows more random nobody should know <laughs> this information and it does no good to know it stuff than anyone you've ever met in your life like He's a king at Jeopardy because he knows so much stuff that nobody has any business knowing. My whole life, we'll just be eating dinner and we'll be chilling. And I'll be like, he'll be like, hey, you know where like the spoon came from? I'm like, no, dad, no one cares. <laughs> and he's like, well, and then the rest of dinner is a conversation about like the origin of or the spoon. Like that's that's been my entire life. We go out in public. He sees a fire hydrant. He's like, oh, here's the first fire hydrant. Wasn't but- fuck. It's so ridiculous, and so he could do it so easily,
1: you without know hesit
0: and without hesitation, he would do it so easily. So that's that's that the scary part is
1: the fact that our like fathers' generations just sat around and did nothing, or like not sat around and did nothing. Their TV shows are like modern marvels like i watched an episode of <laughs> oh, modern dude. marvels the other day dude. How it's i was made? spitting out facts for like three days from one episode so how like i completely get it
0: that too, my dad yeah. well yeah boop, my dad will put that on and watch it for boop, eight boop, hours boop, yeah boop,
1: and so then i started sending him the fake song.
0: ones and he was like what the hell
1: <laughs> Incredible. Like,
0: he's like this you didn't say this <laughs>
1: Oh man. All right. Lemon tree Friday with, uh, with Kevin go. Bentley. My, uh, my,
0: how do you feel about it though? Uh, the Chicago blackhawks tweeted <laughs> out a picture of all their jerseys and their goalie that they have shoved down everyone's throats for the last ever since they acquired him. Mark Andre Fleury. His, his last name is literally spelled wrong. Not in like a caption on Twitter on the back of the Jersey. His name is spelled wrong. How do you feel about it?
1: It's incredible. Yeah, um, it
0: is incredible. It's amazing.
1: Because, because this is kind of indicative of of the the place that the Blackhawks are at right now, where it's just like they are just a, a mess in so many ways that like these things are going to start happening. And it's it it it's a harmless mistake, but at the end of the day, come on, figure it out. You know, like you, you can't, you can't do that. That's your, that's the Vesna winner. Also, the, so the, um, I can't remember the guy's name that they, uh, got in that deal off the top of my head that that Chicago traded to Vegas for the Vesna winner. Um, they terminated his contract today, so the trade was literally for nothing.
0: Literally nothing.
1: Unbelievable. Uh, my last. Can't spell
0: his name right though. <laughs>
1: can't spell his name uh my last how do you feel about it? friday the arizona coyotes are no more or at least it sounds that way uh the city of glendale so they're not going to renew their lease for the 21 or 22 23 season uh so as it stands right now looks like this will be the last season of arizona coyotes hockey how do you feel about that in general and what comes next
0: Yeah. So where,
1: where do you have any, uh, destinations in mind?
0: So, uh, this is another thing. Yes. Yes, This is, (laughs) is, uh, yeah, you can see my, my face glow up when you ask me that. Um, first off the, the president, I want to say came out and said, he's still like adamant that they're going to play in Arizona. Just not at that venue. I'm not sure how it's possible, but he seems to think that it's a possibility and he wants to do it you know, I guess crazier things have happened, but that seems very difficult to do. Um, So my sophomore year of college at CMU, I uh, started a website that you're aware of, Second X Sports, which was in existence for about three years. We made a profit for like six months there at one point. It was fun and it was just 10 of my buddies and I just, threw our articles up on a website and it was, it was a fun thing to do when I can put it on a resume and it was cool. Yeah. Um, so at one point when they moved from uh, and, and they rebranded away from the, uh, the Phoenix and did Arizona, right. My buddy, one of my good friends, Patrick Rogers wrote an article called how many different cities can I think of that would be a better fit for a hockey team in the NHL than where they are currently playing?
1: That's a great, great article.
0: And it was hysterical. It was by far the most read article in the history of the site by the time we finally closed the doors, comfortably, by like <sighs> tens of thousands of reads, comfortably, comfortably. Um, it is – It I – the website doesn't exist but i'm really anymore but i'm really hoping that i can find a way to recover that article specifically because he came up he ended up dropping like 30 cities and <laughs> by the end of it by the end of it he was like nova scotia like he was just like even random random and he had justifications and stats and like numbers for all of them absolutely incredible would, would take cities that had, like, decent um, decent attendances for, like, lower leagues and was like, hey, if this was an NHL, they're already within, a, like, 2,000 of the Coyotes, and this isn't even an NHL team. If they had an NHL team, they'd blow it out, like, like had numbers and stats. And uh, so anytime the Coyotes come up in any conversation, I just think of that article. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't – for hockey's sake, I really – this is my long way of saying, I, I don't think it's a bad thing for hockey to leave Arizona. I really don't think anyone's going to be losing sleep over it.
1: I kind of do. I don't really? like it at all. I I don't like the idea of taking hockey out of a market in general. I like, I, I, I've never understood why Arizona has been a focus of the, the relocation talks. And I, and it's not that I don't get why I get why, but when that team was good at the beginning of the decade, like a decade ago when they were making a run of the conference mm-hmm. final and stuff like that, those fans showed up. And I don't see really any difference in a down year between the Coyotes and, say, the Florida Panthers and their fan base. Like, Florida sure. Panthers fans don't show up when that team's not good. Guess what? They're not good a lot. And Historically,
0: that is correct,
1: yes. For the last decade or so, like kind of, you know, intermittently, but really since 2010 – the coyotes have been going for it. And I respect that. And they've been in the mix and they've made a Western conference final and they've been, you know, they've, they've won playoff series against storied franchises. And I think with the momentum they had with Austin Matthews, like they had the number one pick in the draft two years ago, they they were the birthplace of the number one pick in the draft two years ago. Hockey can work in Arizona, but it takes time. It's going to take momentum and giving up on it now doesn't make any sense to me frankly and sure. i guess it's like you know why then you know if not now then when but it's like if you're going to i would i would i would way 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 rather see the florida panthers get uh sent out the door than the arizona coyotes cuz they already have a team in florida and right. like why would you take a team out of a market when like they have shown up when they've been good, they were good for a long time and they got you know good attendance and things like that. And then on top of it all, like, yeah, they've been kind of a clown show these last five years, but like it's just been like a couple boneheaded front office mistakes. Like, other than that, like they they've been going for it and they've been trying, like, move Columbus before you move Arizona. Why, you know, like why Arizona they have one more playoff series than Columbus in the last decade, like it, it it just seems like such a, a, a stupid, easy target. And like, I always see people bringing up Quebec and I don't get that either. Like you, you don't want that. You really don't. I, I agree with why, that. why would you, and I get that it's a little bit different because they used to have a team there, but like, what if you put an NHL team in Grand Rapids, Right. all yeah. these original six Detroit Red Wings fans are going to be like, you know, what? I've been a fan of this team since I was born, but uh, this is my new squad now, you know, like, no, that's not going to happen. And so I don't get that either. And uh, I don't see the point in giving t- like a, a possible relocation. I've seen is Texas as well. Why would you give Texas another market while taking one from Arizona? It just, it, the whole thing makes no sense to me.
0: Yeah, no, it, that, that part's definitely it,
1: the, the thing that. Shout out to Arizona Coyotes, bro.
0: Yeah. The, 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 the
1: they thing just that, brought the Kachina back.
0: They did. They did. I know it's devastating, honestly, if, if that ends up get, yeah, that, that would be the biggest loss in my eyes. The the thing about like so like the Diamondbacks, right? They were an expansion team and uh in '98 and were in the won the World Series in 2001,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right? They they one of the greatest were, finishes
1: in World Series history.
0: Right. And and great based so, by the way. The also true. The the like a fantastic you know, immediately were, were pretty competitive and then put together a World Series winning product. And not only did they just win the World Series, they beat the best modern team probably assembled, uh, ever assembled in, in modern baseball, a Yankees team that was going for a, for a, what, a four-peat? Two, like that, that a was month a, after 9 that That's not even right.
1: there, but it's
0: and, and it kind so, of part of the story. For sure, and and so just like a like an all time just uh, incredible, and then the walk off obviously, and so that like cemented the Diamondbacks, even though they were a new team, cemented them in like the culture of of Phoenix and Arizona. And while I'm not trying to say that the Diamondbacks are some like huge market in baseball because they're absolutely not, but there there's no chance the Diamondbacks are going anywhere. There, that's that's part of of Phoenix in Arizona now, and and when they are good, they show out, and they have like the pool, they have like their thing, you know, that that sets them apart and everything. They have the All Star game a couple of years ago, like they are set there, and the, and they're good, and they're a part of the city, they're a part of the culture of the city and the state, and and people love them, and and the Coyotes, um, I, I never. I feel like the Coyotes, like fans, rope when They're good. You're absolutely right, but they never had that kind of like, like defining, like, "Hey, we're here and we're Arizona." Like moment. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. And I think that, and that's, that's fair. That's and like the Suns, right? I mean, you had you had Nash and Stoudemire, and then even now, Mark right? Lee, made the Barkley, before right Barkley, before him, right? Barkley before them. the before that the Suns Nash
1: team was era, nasty like, back in the day.
0: You you have like defining, you know, moments of like you know, the sons are, are, are here and, and we love them and, and they're part of us. And I feel like of, of the three teams, the, the, well, the four, cause the Cardinals are obviously a, a, a very integrated the Cardinals the team. are the same
1: thing though. Like they, they will have like, when they're bad, they're such a joke, you know, like, and sure. it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's sure. weird how that happens to those, to certain franchises because the, the, the Arizona Cardinals have been a very good football team. Over the last fifteen years, they've been to a Super Bowl. They were mm-hmm. an air, or, you know. They 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 having been to just having Larry
0: Fitzgerald on yeah. your roster is honestly like enough to be like okay, like you've done enough to be integrated within the city yeah. kind of a thing. And, the, and, and they and just go, feel like the Coyotes were are always like fourth fiddle and comfortably fourth fiddle, and they never really got to the 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 meaning city wise of like those other three teams. I guess is how I've always viewed it.
1: I think you're one hundred percent correct. Uh, got anything else before we before we wrap it up here?
0: I don't think so. I think that's all right. it.
1: That was a good yeah. episode. Fun episode. It was,
0: yeah, it was fun.
1: Uh, all right, we'll be back on Tuesday. I think we're gonna start recording some interviews next week. I texted Ted colfin he's on vacation, but we got a TED talk planned for uh sometime next week. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if that is all you have, Scotty Banley, I will tell our listeners if you have positive feedback, please tell us in our reviews. If you have negative feedback, please tell me in my DM, so nobody else sees it. We'll see you back here on Tuesday, same time, same place. It's your team, every day.
0: You're locked on Red Wings. Your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.